Hello and welcome back to the In Between Pod Podcast. Wow. Podcast. Podcast. It is podcastic. <laughs> I'm struggling today. Uh, we are here with part two of the money series today. Part two, because part one was so exhilarating, uh, and part two is even more exhilarating. I and really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. I. I just don't know anything about money. I'm learning. I, I don't think that that's really true. I think, you know, the, the uh, more that we talk about it, that you really, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I interrupted your thing. Keep <laughs> no, going. No, you're good. Uh, before we really get started, yeah. uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, or comment. Just, you know, any questions you have, any praises you have about content coming out. Oh, yeah, praise. We, we, we love we praise. <laughs> fuel the ego, people. <laughs> And while you're praising us, go ahead and do those five stars, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, we ask enough of them already. We I don't know, need to I ask know, for five stars. You know, uh, what we really would love, though, is if in our conversations that you have uh, something you would like to inject in the conversation, we, please comment because uh, we'd love to hear what you're thinking in the process. Also, if you haven't checked them out already, there is a new blog post at inbetweenpodcast.com. There it is. It is called The Barn. The Barn is really cool. And what's funny, I said this in the last podcast, I think. Huh? Last one? I don't know. I don't know. In one of said podcasts. Yeah. I said that, uh, well, The Barn uh, was originally called The Barn Exercise because it was a creative writing project. Yeah. And I was so sick of looking at it. That I wrote the entire second half of it in probably like 20 minutes and said, I'm done. And turned yeah, it in and, like that. And apparently <laughs> procrastination is a good thing for you. <laughs> uh, procrastination does wonders for my creativity. Yeah. You've seen those little, uh, you know, the little stick figure, wire figure, come on brain, do your thing, you know, and we must, no, never mind. Okay. What? <laughs> There's some people listening to this that know what I'm talking about. Stick puppets? No, no, no. Let's just move on. <laughs> okay. Did I just make you feel old? Uh, no. Okay, no. good, good, no, good. No. No, no offense meant by that. Yeah. Sorry. No, no there's no, no offense taken. Um, uh, you know, I don't know if uh, people are listening can tell, but I severely bit my tongue last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's like a little flap. It's yeah. Like, it's like... Uh, for those of you, if you're not aware, uh, Daphne and I both do jujitsu. And, it would be hard to be unaware if you haven't. And we typically, uh, <laughs> if we're being good, we have mouth guards in. Uh, what? I, have I to haven't say, worn a mouth guard in like, I was whoa, gonna say, habitually, did you hear that voice crack? I think we are habitual offenders on the not wearing mouth guards. And I don't wear a mouth night, guard. I paid the price for not wearing a mouth guard. I don't think I paid the price yet. Yeah. Well, I took a knee to the chin Ooh. and bit the side of my tongue. And now there's a little the chunk just moving around in there. It is not good. No. And we won't go into a big description on it, but I'm having a hard time talking. It's rubbing against my teeth. It okay. hurts. Welcome to braces, but it was my teeth that hurt and not yeah. my tongue. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Constantly sort of. getting hit in the face and like getting your lips ripped open over and over and over again and then having to eat and your hooks are rubbing against the cut. Yeah, so anyway, no, let's, bad. Go, it's let's bad. go back to the money. Let's go back to the yeah. money. Because Wear a mouth guard if you have braces, people. Last week, uh, last week we talked about, we kind of opened up money. And I, it was interesting because when we recorded that podcast, we thought, okay, this is going to be a 20-minute conversation, which turned into, In uh, it really was an hour-long recording. Conversation. And um, I did edit out a couple of little sections of it that mm -hmm. we kind of went off on rabbit trails or whatever. But um, 
there was, there's a lot of content in that, in that podcast. And so, uh, we broke it into two parts and, um, and then also led into this is that we went, man, we really, because of the conversation that came out of that, we really ought to record with mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were going to record an intro to this podcast with mom. Which was going to be like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Which Guess what that turned into. Which turned into a whole other episode in and of itself. So uh, there will be a third part to money, and that's going to be a follow-up with uh, with Amy, uh, Daphne's mom. Yep. And um, we will, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously air that following this uh, podcast. So next week, that's that one will be up. So it'll be a part three to money. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all those conversations, was there anything that really has kind of stood out to you or that you thought, whoa, I mean, I, I said just a minute ago, <laughs> I was going to ask you some questions uh, before we got into this. Yeah. And you said what? I don't remember. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. You said, I don't feel like I know anything about money. Oh, was that my direct response? Well, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, you got teenage <laughs> brain going on hardcore. I, I, I've been working so hard all day. Yeah. I, had, I had my four class day to day usually oh you poor thing you know what stop <laughs> i worked really hard today <laughs> i tried really hard to be productive and my brain is fried i understand so, I, I feel that yeah. way sometimes too so um do, but do you think that even in the conversation with mom do you feel like that there's there's anything that like kind of stands out to you about those conversations about money people know nothing about money right adults and kids alike it's not just a kid problem it's it's uh people in our economy can't function yeah and, yeah which is a bit of a problem it, it really is and i think a lot of it you even pointed out uh i think in this first episode that the only real education you ever had about money was one kind of project that you had in fifth grade sixth sixth grade okay um <laughs> So I just think it's interesting that a lot of us find ourselves in this place that we don't have any education about money. We don't have any guidelines or rules about money. And, um, and, but money is such a central part of our lives. Yeah. When I used to do marriage counseling, like premarital counseling before I was going to marry somebody, yeah, I, I would, there's three main things that we would talk about that would be issues in marriage. It'd be communication, uh, sex, and money. Those are the three big, big things that were like major parts of that conversation. And so it, money is one of those things that's like central to our lives. And yet we don't really get that educated about it. So no, no, we, yeah, we don't get educated a lot about a lot of kind of important things in life. Well, and like it, how well, to get a job? How do I get a job? I don't know. Yeah. I know how to write my resume, but there's nothing on my resume to be written. But that so, is part of the reason fun. why we have these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Educate. Educate. I mean, and, and we have a lot of fun in the process, but you also, you, you know that you can ask pretty much what any kind of question. We can talk about anything. There's no subject that's off, off topic. Uh, there's even some subjects that I bring up sometime that you're like, Dad, no, I don't want to hear that. Shush. Turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> Turn that off. Uh, yeah. So anyway, 
Uh, we're going to wrap up this uh, little lead in here and go right into uh, where we kind of left off. I've, I've brought this back a minute or two. So if you think, hey, I'm listening to something I already heard, I think the first two minutes of this podcast are basically the last two minutes of the previous episode, mm-hmm. just so you could kind of get some context of the conversation. Uh, if you haven't listened to that first one already, you know, go back and do that. But uh, here you are, part two of Money. Um, Levi's remember is like the, $75. Remember the pair of jeans I we, you tried on here in Chico and you were like, oh these are the greatest gosh. jeans I've ever... And they ever. were $118. <laughs> I also, I will admit, I tried on a lot, a lot of clothes and said, no, I hate that. No, I hate that. Or I like it, but I know I won't wear it very often. Yeah. Like if it was not, if I could not make the most of it, I would not buy it. So, so it was very picky. So what role is money playing in your life there? So this is that's part of that question. My brain isn't understanding what you mean by role. It's it, it's just a trade of currency. Well, sure it is, but I think it's deeper than that. Because whenever you are going to a store and you're looking for um a clothes like this and mm-hmm. you you're like here's my budget. Yeah. Right? My budget is two hundred and twenty dollars. Well, sometimes it just calls me out for being poor. Apparently, yep. but but you but you're saying here's my budget. It's two hundred bucks. I'm mm-hmm. going to do everything that I can to work within this budget. Mm-hmm. Or the other kind of role of money, or the other idea behind money is it just doesn't matter, and that I'm going to I'm going to do what's best for me and what I like the most. And it's part, it's, it's what I see people, you know, you watch, uh, uh, just this last week, I was watching this guy do financial analysis oh, on gosh. YouTube <laughs> it, and, and these people the who things people buy or like subscriptions the, that they're spending their money. Yeah. But the one girl who what? had gone out to, she had gone out to eat and like, she had like $15,000 on a credit card, what? you know, and it was all like food charges on the credit card and oh, she didn't have the money to pay the bills on the credit card. So the, the the role of money in her life is is that it just doesn't matter, and so oh I see what you mean. And see, and then, and then, then they've got this concept that like like it it's not going to matter because somebody will come in here and bail it out. And see, this is this is where I you know we we could get into government and we could get mm-hmm. into all kinds of all topics kinds of with this, right? But the reality is is that uh, when you have this attitude that I don't have a responsibility mm-hmm. when it comes to money. Yeah. How do you think that that affects culture or even does it affect culture over time? Of course it affects culture. How? How though? Well, okay. I think first of all, a better way to word your question is not what role the money plays in, okay. but how a certain person views money. Just okay. That. A ro- it's, a, it's a small in, distinguishing role in my element, head was but just yeah, okay. confusing me for Sorry. some reason. Yeah. See, that's the difference between generations. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand what role means, but in, in weird. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. How they view money. You would rather me say that. Yeah. Okay. Um, just, okay, you're going to have to say the question again because I forgot. Already. Well, I, I just, I just asked, like, um, I don't remember what I asked. Oh, money with people in this world and them viewing it as expendable. 
Well, yeah, not caring about it. And then, well, what role does that play in culture over time is what I said. is like if, if people don't take a responsibility for the money that they spend, how does that – How do you think it's going to affect culture it's over time? going to affect culture because you come to a point where everyone's in debt, you know. Okay. And then, okay, nobody can pay their bills. Nobody can pay their taxes. What? Well, but the government can just bail me out. What? The government can just bail you out? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it can't. But what? you know what it can do? It can take all of your property and all of your stuff and leave you alone on the side of the road. <laughs> can it? Pretty sure. I mean, that's not what the government has been doing as of late. Well, yeah, because Calvin. Right. Because we've been through a disaster. Which, yeah, it, w- it was bad. Yeah. It wasn't great. But also, you can't just rely on this thing to take all responsibility away from you. You're still a human being functioning in this society and you need to be a part of it and contribute to it. But, you know, I've watched uh, just recently. I saw another, another video of a girl. She was being asked. Um, she said she hadn't paid her mortgage or she hadn't paid her rent. Okay. But, and the guy asked the question, well, then um, should, should you have to pay that? Well, no, it's the landlord should have, should just have to eat it. Well, then he asked, well, um, what if you have student loans, who should pay those? Well, no, I shouldn't have to pay those. The government should pay them off. No, that's not how it works. But that's hurting me. But that, but that is, has, is becoming some, some kids in your generation or even a little older college generation are, who are saying this over and over again is like, no, it's somebody else's responsibility to pay this thing. Okay. But okay. Let's just. Just just break this down real quick, okay? Okay. Your landlord is making money by renting out the apartments, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, but he's really wealthy. I don't care. That's his source of income, right? (laughs) That was me playing devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah, that was... No. (laughs) Badly done. (laughs) Sorry. That's not going to work. But that is that landlord's only source of income. So it doesn't matter how wealthy he is... If he can't keep that money, if he can't continue to draw this money in, because he also has to pay taxes and bills sure, and maintenance for the the places. Sure. You know, he has to pay cleaners to come in after someone has moved out or whatever. So if you just stop paying rent, well, you're continuously getting money from your job, but the landlord no longer has any source of income. And yeah. then he has no uh, no way to pay his taxes. And then the government is no longer getting any money, okay? So the, you've cut off part of the government's money, okay? Well, if the government doesn't have any money, how are they going to pay off student debt if the government doesn't have money, okay? Yeah. So you can't just stop well, paying your rent. I mean, you can't just stop paying in, for in student the, tuition. In the case of our government, they just seem to print more money, and they go, okay. Which, inflation! <laughs> this is the problem, <laughs> Nobody is paying their taxes anymore. Nobody's paying their student tuition. So the school doesn't have any money, which they can't pay to the government. And the government's like, oh, crap. But what the are we going to do now? We just heard California State University is going to raise their, their uh, tuition. Because they have to. Yeah, why? Inflation. <laughs> They're not getting their money. And the people who are giving them money, you know, paying their tuition as they should, it's not enough. Yeah. Because not everyone is doing their part. 
Okay, so the government's only solution to this is to just print more money, which is raising prices everywhere. And everybody's like, okay, well, prices are raising and I'm not getting paid more. How am I going to live? Well, start paying your rent. Yeah. (laughs) You see the problem here, people? It's a system. That's why currency exists. It's a cycle. <laughs> it, it it rotates. So you, I mean, you almost sound. It almost sounds like to me that you're you're saying if you jack with one element in the system, if you screw up one gonna, variable in the equation, the equation is not going to give you the right answer. But that's not what that's not what society thinks today. Well, society thinks to wrong. Money. I'm sorry to break it to you, people, but you have to. You can't just get money and keep getting it. And even if that was how it worked, it ain't going to make you happy. (laughs) Okay. Which actually leads me back to an idea I had earlier, which is for people who get rich, you know, they have all this money. Yeah. You know, say you're like, what, an A-list actor or something like that, you know, they're just... They have a ton of money, but they've used it all and had all these experiences to the point where they have, there's nothing that is special anymore because they've done everything that is considered cool or, you know, like inexperienced in our society. So, like, by having all that money to do all those things, it's no longer special. You know what I mean? I, I understand what you mean, yes. Like, for me, I know especially, this is a good example, Going on airplanes. When I was younger, that was the coolest thing ever because right. it was something few and far between, which yeah. actually really wasn't now that I think about it because most children my age hadn't even seen a plane before. <laughs> like, Sure. But that was a special occasion for me, and I thought planes were really cool. So, you know, okay, cool. I get to go on a plane. Oh, wow. I've only done this a few times. But now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've done this so many times. It's just right. get in, get out kind of thing. Yeah. It's the same thing for money. Okay. So, yeah, that's, yeah. So. What I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you have to say. Yeah. Um, Do you think, you feel like that you know how to use money? No, not in the slightest. (laughs) I'm still very, I'm still very inexperienced. And I think that is part of the learning process is, well, we've said this about jujitsu. We've said this about. Art, we've said this about a lot of our own hobbies, is that when you first start out, you think, oh, I, I know everything. Or I'm so close to, you know, being an expert at this. And then the better you get at it, the more you realize I have so what far you don't to know. go. Yeah. You know? You, yeah. Don't, you don't know what you don't know. Sure. So, you know, there's this kind of ignorance, I guess, to that. What are they teaching you in school about money? Nothing. What, what do you mean by that? Nothing. I have not heard any way to budget at all. Oh, okay, hold on. You just that used I a word that, we, that I didn't bring up. Or oh. Where does that come oh, from? Oh, sorry. Actually, that's a lie. I remember in sixth grade. I was going to say, I think you had a project. We had one project. Because you were living with a doctor or something. I was living <laughs> with a doctor and... Hold on, let's give context to that because it sounds yes, like you were living, to, living with a doctor. That sounds really weird. I'm sorry, but basically the project was, and this is the only experience that I've had with actual budgeting and money usage okay. yep. ever in my whole school experience. So basically the project was in math. 
sounds right. Okay. Correct, you know. And um, we had to basically find a place that actually existed in Chico that we could live. And if your, uh, your job, which I believe I had the literal worst job ever. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what your job was, was but it was. Oh, you were an actor. I, no, I was an artist. <laughs> oh, that wor- that's worse. It's worse. <laughs> yeah, it is worse. I agree with you, but I didn't know. No offense, Jeremy. <laughs> it's hard to make money as an artist. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is these days. Um, Man, we've called out Jeremy twice on the podcast today. I feel today. really bad now. <laughs> you said it, but uh, I mean, we don't have patrons anymore, sadly, for art. I mean, we kind of do, but anyways, I'm getting off topic. Um, basically, I had a horrible job, and I could not pay my own rent because I was not making nearly enough money, and I also couldn't pay for a car, so I had a bike. <laughs> um, we had to think of all these, like, you know, groceries, transportation what your job was and all that kind of stuff and so i had to get a house this it was decent i found a way better apartment but both guys ignored me because they're guys and apparently the both of these guys in specific had much lower standards with housing than i did um so we found this house it was very large and um i was like i i can only pay this much for rent sorry that that is the amount of money. It's like barely two thousand dollars, I think, that I had for a rent budget or something like that. It was really low. Um, two thousand dollars for rent would be amazing. Not two thousand. Sorry, what was it? It was probably two thousand dollars. You had a month period. Yeah, probably actually. <laughs> I don't remember what your budget was, but um, I do remember that you you found out really fast that, that I like, could not make a career as an actor or an artist. Right. Right. That because <laughs> because the uh, the income uh you were going to be a starving artist quite So literally. I think uh I was rooming with a dark uh doctor and um what the guy was like a <laughs> working it, it, for this, NASA that, like that a part, physis- that part of it doesn't astrophysicist all, or something like that. All, all that stuff doesn't really matter what it really boils down to though is that class taught you or a, a little bit showed you what it would be like to budget out kind yeah. of over a month and yeah. kind of helped you with monthly expenses a little bit, right? Yeah. But and, and, you, little, and you have talked about that. That little muck up just now where I said 2000 yeah. that explains how much I know about how much things are supposed to cost. And this is why I ask. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but you have, um, as I don't know, probably in the last year, but you know, I do remember too going to the grocery store with you when you were a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and you always have hated going to the grocery store, but I would go to the grocery store with you and, and make you find the, the, whatever the item was, whiz we're buying, make you find kind of the cheapest version. And I would show you how to do that. Which if you guys don't know already. I am praying to the Lord that most of you know this already, but if you're buying cereal, <laughs> buy the stinking family size. Well, maybe because not always. Well, at Winko in Chico, California, <laughs> The cereal box family size is more for a better amount of money than yeah. the normal sizes. Yeah. So, hey, I learned that. Yeah. And oh. and so that was like one of the things is uh, that I, I, I've tried to teach you is like, hey, look at the look at the tags. And now most grocery stores tell you like how much something is by the ounce. Yeah. Right. So that whenever you're purchasing whatever it is you're purchasing, let's say Cheerios, for example, um, there's like four different size boxes of Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Well, the crazy thing is, is every one of those boxes costs a different price 
like per ounce. Yeah. And some of them are significantly more, mm-hmm. like 25 cents an ounce more. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but that's also how the cereal companies Inflation. make more money, right? Yeah. So in some ways, they're kind of smart about that. Yeah. Um, so guys, actually, you really do need to learn some aspects of math because you, that's important. Do you know how to use a debit card? What do you mean? Do you, you have a debit card? I do indeed your... have a debit card that I've probably used three times in the amount of. But you know how to I... use it. Well, I know that you stick the thingy in in the in the <laughs> machine, and then you put in your did your four digit pin. Yeah. And then, if you're smart, and you go home and you take out your little bank notebook because the things in your debit card are probably coming out of a bank account, a bank account, right? Bank account. You know, so you go in and you go, okay, I spent this much at this place on this day. And so now my original uh, total of money in this set account is going from this to this now. Yeah. And so if you can't tell, Daphne's mom works at a bank. Works at a bank. (laughs) (laughs) And so I have a, well, I don't have a checkbook, but I do have checks and I have written one check. Yep. For $30. And, and when did you do that? I did that probably about a month or two ago. Yeah. And Maybe. mom sat down with you and actually... And I of, did it wrong the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to redo it. But she talked you through it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now I understand. Apparently, there's this one little thing that I didn't realize people do. It's, it's really stupid and minus, minuscule and doesn't really matter. But when you write the, the cents, the two zeros, if it's zeros, you write them way smaller. Like, like two zeros, kind of like when you square something, yeah. it's like that size. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder why they look different. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know why we do that, but that's just something that I learned that people do. So, yeah. yeah that so, is not the only thing I learned, though. What, what else did you learn? Well, I learned how to write a check. <laughs> I learned that you uh, have to, um, well, if you write the amount in you know, numbers, and then, you know, you have to write out the amount in words, right? So right. if, which for middle school me was a real struggle. I can do it now. I figured it out, but I could not write out full numbers like that when I was in middle school. I also couldn't read clocks very well when I was in middle school. <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody really taught me how to do that. I mean, it happened at one point, but I didn't stick with it. So, you know, but... If you write down the numbers wrong and it doesn't match the spelt out words, they're going to go by the spelt out words. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Um, so please do not like write 10,000 instead of so I think it's interesting or though, something like that. I think that. it's interesting though because most, uh, most checks are written in cursive, right? And your generation See, doesn't really write cursive. It's really sad, and it's one of the things I hate most about this generation, <laughs> which is why I was gifted with a cursive book. Actually, it was a massive, thick textbook. Okay, okay, don't go, but, don't, get, don't get, don't get, don't get off subject here. So, guys, I got one more question for you. Sorry, I just was reminiscing of yeah, Montana I know and doing I know you that. Were. Um, tell me about budgeting because you said the word budget. Mm-hmm. What, what's your concept of budgeting? And what do you know about it? Well, uh, my concept of budgeting is what you told me about budgeting. So, okay. 
Uh, what did I tell you? For Did I tell you or mom tell you? Well, mom told me. Let's be honest here. But you told me the concept existed. So for me, you know, starting out, this is the way that you and mom budgeted when you were, what? I don't know. You first had the apartment and, and the house. And I know you've done this for a while. But basically, you write out on envelopes all of the things that are necessary that you have to buy. Okay? Like rent groceries, gas money, bills of any kind or yeah, whatever. Yeah, utilities. Yeah, miscellaneous, yeah. all that kinds of stuff. And then... And then, and we had an envelope for spending money even. Yes, spending money. And also, because we're Christian, we had an envelope for tithe. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. So 10% of anything that you make goes to the church, basically. Or yeah. um, like a local church or it could have been like a, a missionary charity or something like that. Yeah. But... Um, Basically, every month that you get paid, you split up that money into your envelopes. Yeah, you know, depending on how much you need for each. Yeah, when thing. we when we actually when we first got married, we would take all those envelopes, and I would actually go cash my check, which you mm-hmm. know is not a not as big a thing now. You can actually do this. A lot of banks have uh, like virtual wallets, yeah, and you can have individual, which kind of, I find a little dangerous because people and Apple pay are just like, ching, ching. Okay. Okay. Don't, don't go there yet. Don't go well, there yet. So, so be careful with the, with the digital wallet thing. But so we, we would cash that check and then we'd bring the money home. And then like, if it's not in the envelope, then you can't spend it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that made it really easy for us to, to determine what we were going to do or not do. Yeah. If there's no money in the, in the, um, spending money budget or the, di- we, I think we had one for dining out even. It was like, it got 30 bucks a, mo- a week in it or something. Like <laughs> it was not very much money, you know, um, uh, that we would, we'd go and, you know, and we could dine out on, but if there's no dining out money, then there, you don't go spend it. Yeah. So it was don't spend way. money that you don't have. That was the rule. Well, that's a crazy concept, though, for society today. It, it sadly is. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. Back to the Apple Pay. So um, how many, well, do you think society today has a concept of budgeting for the most part? Do you want me to answer that? I mean, I think honestly? we know the answer to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think that most of America does. Do you think that you think considering the TikToks that I see? Do you think your friends about think about this? I don't know. I really don't know. Or do you think that they even have a hey concept? Guys, if you're listening, do yeah. you, do you do, know what budget? Do, it yeah. Is? Do you do you do you think about this? And, Please comment. And do you even have a com? Do you have even have a uh, an idea of how that like if you decide not to pay something? Like Daphne described that really, yeah, it ultimately it does, it is going to have consequences somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, the reality is, is that somewhere in our government, you can give all this money away all you want, but ultimately you're going to end up with inflation. You end up with all lots of problems. You end up with mortgage rates at the highest they've been in 20 years, Mm -hmm. like they are right now. And and they're probably going to go higher. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Um, How far do you take that? before something breaks. It's kind of like um, if I drive my car, mm-hmm. I can drive a car with a flat tire. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, more or less. Well, no, you can. Really? Sure. 
not well. I mean, what well, if you lose control? Yeah, I'm, but ultimately, I can drive that car until the tire actually comes off. And even then, I can still keep driving it on the rim, and there'll be sparks flying down the road and everything else. <laughs> but at some point, there's going to be a catastrophic failure, just like you just said. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's kind of where we are in a society when it comes to money and budgeting. Oh, boy, that's not the comparison I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, red and, you flag, know, red flag. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. And so I don't know if you think about this stuff. I don't know if you consider it on your own. I don't know if you have piles of credit card debt. I don't know if you uh, are are e- even in a place where you really considered um, what role money plays in your own life. Mm-hmm. But today, you as a listener, that's really where I hope to take you is just to consider what kind of role, what kind of view you have of money and how that you can use money to the to the best of of your ability. Um, money is a great tool, but money is, uh, that's all it is. It's yeah. a tool. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, thank you all for listening. Um, if you have not subscribed, you should do that. Uh, don't forget to like or hit the bell, ring the bell, give us the thumbs up, you know. Um, please comment too. Uh, if you guys have any good ideas on uh, topics that we future episodes that you'd like about. to hear, yeah, yeah, um, and please go check out the blogs at inbetweenpodcast.com. Yeah, Daphne's got a new post up this week, so check it out. Which one is it? Do you know what it's called? Oh, you'll just have to see. Oh, okay. I don't even remember what I typed up, <laughs> so you know, it'll be a new experience for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoy it. You have a great week. And uh, we look forward to having you back. See you next week, guys. Bye.